It's not every day someone invents something that changes the game. I found out about this product that I'm talking to you about, uh, and I had to try it. So I ordered a few, and after using it, I'm sold. Now we stock them on our trucks. It's called Allbrace, and it will help you sell more service and buy you time until doors come in. There's never been a greater time for a product like this. Phil has a video on his website of him cutting a door literally in half, installing the all brace, and running it like nothing ever happened. It is literally incredible. One of the greatest selling videos I've ever seen. You're going to want to check it out at all-brace.com. Hey guys, I just wanted to reach out to you and let you know that Sherwinder is still selling amazing products. Some of you guys have been dragging your feet for whatever reason. If your shoulder hurts, do not waste time. Pull the trigger. I just bought uh, four or five of them, and uh, we had two guys out. You know how much it cost me to pay for two guys being out with bad shoulders? We just pulled the trigger, and we said, listen, everybody's going to have one on a truck. It's mandatory. You got to use it. Don't hesitate. Don't wait till your guys go down. It's going to cost you more. Buy a Sherwinder. Hey guys, welcome. This is Ryan with uh, Torsion Talk. I'm your host, and today I've got a special guest, and Adam Weber from AE Door and Window from Cincinnati, Ohio, flew down. Yes, sir, just got into town yesterday. I uh, got my first full day almost here at uh, Aaron's Overhead Door. Exciting. It was nice to see the guys in the morning and kind of see the routine that you guys go through. Always good to learn from other door dealers. Good deal. Uh, I think you're a prick because it was nice, sunny, and 70, and then you flew in, and the temperatures (laughs) dropped to like 20, 30 degrees. I never thought at 6.45 this morning I'd be scraping ice off my car (laughs) in Atlanta to come here. I was like driving with like a little bit of the window showing. That's all I could see. I was like, I feel like I'm still in Ohio. It was literally 70 two days ago. Nice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got... We got a lot of stuff going on here. Uh, we also have in the studio with us uh, Robert Pancake, who's our new um, videographer. We are launching a couple cool things going on. Uh, you guys will be seeing our first episode. I don't even have a name for it yet. Robert's going to name it for me. Or Adam's Adam really- Weber visit. No, I mean, <laughs> like I got to name this the the series, like. Like, what are we going to call the whole video series? That's that's the challenge I have right now. Yeah, the challenge was, and the opportunity. Yeah, I think this one would be behind the scenes, episode one, but then I know you need the title. All Yeah, all of them are going to be behind the scenes, but I'm trying to figure out, like, what do I name, like, the series of shows that we're recording? So for those of you guys, uh, listen, I'm trying to come up with, like, 10, 15 minutes worth of content that we're going to try and roll out, like, every other week where you guys get to see a little bit about my marketing agency, my door company. We're going to be like super transparent. So you're going to see some of the issues we deal with, some of the good things we do. And hopefully through that, you guys get to like learn from them. Hopefully you see some of my mistakes and you learn from them, or you see some of the things that we're doing really well and, and, um, and take that and apply it. So uh, that's my goal. And today we've got Adam Weber in studio and I figured, you know what, while you're here, you're in town, let's record and get some content from you. And in the meantime, I want to have, we have not had like an open discussion about like, I mean, we did talk about one thing, which I'd like to address on here, which is uniforms and uniformity as a whole. And then anything else that you kind of see, you're a very detail oriented person. Some people might call you anal. Yeah. <laughs> in my office, if you don't push your chair in, there's a problem. Yeah. So we've got we've got him and we got Adam in studio, and he's he's spent time with me. He came to our 7:45 meeting this morning. Um, he uh, spent some time with my management team. He went to our Milton showroom, and uh, you know we've had some good conversation. But I'd like to just open it up to you. We'll start from the beginning. You know, maybe even what we've already discussed about uniforms and stuff like that, um, and and I'll take some ownership on that too. Yeah, from a from the very beginning at the point where you put a cameraman in my face as soon as <laughs> I got out of my car. Are you talking about from that point? Okay, right. Yeah, that's make good. sure we're on the same page. Uh, I did ask your permission before you, did, you came you did, into town, and, and I'm going to be honest with you. I was not thinking that when I walked <laughs> in this morning, and I was like, 
oh, right, there's a cameraman all day. <laughs> Every time I've turned around, he's been right there. <laughs> like, oh, boy, what have I said? <laughs> well, the good news is Robert's on our team, so we can block Edit. out anything. Anything that's... I said before nine, <laughs> you got to get rid of. Uh, yeah, so I, you know, I was impressed. Uh, you served breakfast this morning. I'm going to assume that that's not an everyday thing. That was uh, a surprise to me, too, okay. as a matter of fact. So Tisha, I didn't even know she was doing it. And she didn't do it just like whatever. So Tisha's in charge of like employee satisfaction. Yeah. It's like part of her job description. And so she's constantly looking for things that she can do to improve happiness. And so uh, one of her ideas was to cook breakfast um, and she killed it. I thought she did a pretty yeah, job. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I think, you know, those are some things that a lot of dealers can learn from, right? I mean, yeah. For especially starting out in your size, right? That's a great thing. I know for us, if we do breakfast for our guys, it's like $4,000 to feed that many people <laughs> right. at once. But uh, yeah, I thought that was a great way to really bring them together and to kind of keep that monotonous of that. You do have these meetings on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Such a good listener, bro. I'm such a good listener. Um, that's my teachers used to tell me too. <laughs> and so, but yeah, I think that was a good way to kind of break it up, right? And yeah. I, I thought it was really good the way your managers were out there this morning. You kind of just hit on a few things. Uh, you gave a, a one guy, I think it was a, a one-year anniversary gift. Yeah. Was okay. So that was, I think those are those are the big things. That I don't think, you know, I, I, I tell our people all the time, meetings always don't, don't always have to be negatives, right? Right. And I think a lot of times uh, in the door world, we have meetings when things are wrong, right? And most I think, of ours are positive, right? And I thought ninety nine percent of them. I thought that was great. You know, we have uh, bi weekly meetings for yeah. our guys, like a chalk talk safety kind of meetings, and um, but a lot of times, you know, I'm only coming into those. They're led by someone else, and I yeah. come in when there's a problem, right? And I started yeah. realizing like these guys only see me when I'm mad at them, right? right? So it's, it's like the dentist, yeah. You only go when there's a problem with your yeah. teeth, right? Nobody's going there like, And oh, nobody I... likes to sit in the chair. Yeah. So then you're creating this atmosphere. But I think you do have, like, a good cop, bad cop thing going on where, like, if you're involved, then they take you very seriously. They're like, okay, my job's on the line. Well, yeah, yeah. I had one the other week. I, I had no managers come in the meeting, right? No managers. And I, the foreman. It's just you? I said, I want everyone from in – just from the Cincinnati location, just in that office. I was going to – I went to all the offices and did it, but normally we would we'll, – print those on they can watch it from a video from their other offices i went to individual ones and went and i said no one comes in this meeting but me and it was really just to be brutally honest about our supply chain issues uh why we need to treat the customers you know even more so now than we were before with kid gloves because i'm like when they're frustrated now it's not just about you know what you've done you know it's about because they've waited 23 weeks for this custom garage door in some cases longer yeah so i was like you we have to be sympathetic to that right and yeah. i wanted them their to patience know that. is running thin and you're walking in there and install the door yeah they're gonna pick it apart i mean and i told the guys i said especially to those customers who prepaid in full before you know they we've yeah. had their money for now right. 25 weeks and they're thinking yeah. you know that they left i and could so, have bought crypto 23 weeks ago and been a millionaire yeah and then also broke not really, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the you know, the whole point, I think, with your guys' meetings were great, right? So I thought that was a, a really cool thing. And it wasn't long, right? It doesn't have you to cap be- it. It's like 15 minutes. Occasionally when we have something serious that we have to talk about, we'll address that. But um, and sometimes it'll go five, 10 minutes over. But that's rare. We I'm very strict with Josh about eight o'clock. Sometimes it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, but most of the time it's around 15 minutes. Yeah, and I, so I thought that was great. I, you know, we talked about uh, after they left the uniforms. I think I counted three guys who were not wearing right anything. Uh, Aaron overhead door. Yeah, which we discussed. Two new guys and then an experienced guy. Yeah, I think he had his uniform on, but it was under his hoodie. Yeah. But you were saying he can't. He doesn't have it on if it's not showing. Yeah. yeah. So he might as well. He could have had any T-shirt on for all we yeah. know. So and I think, this is something that, like, when we went and visited you, this was something that we brought back where we wanted uniformity and it was super important to us. And what, what I've always struggled with that because I wait, like I pick out my clothes the night before. So it's very intentional, but I think about what I'm doing. I go through my calendar. I have this process, but I also run two different companies and I'm walking back and forth and two different brands, whatever. But I do think that the, the, it really starts with me. And I think if I don't take it serious, how am I supposed to hold them accountable to taking it serious? And that's what I admire about you is I don't think I've ever seen you ever without something A&E on, right? Your brand. 
and you were just telling me how like when you guys were out uh, like grabbing dinner, it's that rental car place in, in, or, yeah, in Hartsfield. So we, they saw your they saw your logo and started asking you about garage doors. Yeah, and so I think that that's like you know that's important. And you were making the emphasis on like, hey, we've spent all this time and investment in having our our trucks branded, and here we are like. You know, we're not even branding our bodies during business hours. And so, um, you know, I'll take the responsibility for that because I know Josh takes it very seriously. He's like you. Yeah, his eyes if, like yeah. lit up when I brought it up. When I come in and I'm not in Aaron Overhead gear, he looks at me funny. And we have a good relationship to where he can be like, bro, you're killing me. Like, you got to help me out here. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, I'm sorry. Like, but then I like a week later, I'm like wearing this stuff, right? So, um, I've got to get better at it, and I know that. So um, I'm, I've got to set the example and make sure because I'm cutting Josh's legs out by coming in in a non-uniform, and then he's trying to implement a mandatory uniform policy, yeah. right? So I'll take ownership, and that's what this podcast is all about, right? Like education, entertainment, and trying to learn what we do and what we don't do. And, and it's a struggle for me, bro. I'm, I'm defiant, I, we've talked, this is probably the third time we've had this conversation about the uniforms. Defiant. And, and then today I walk in and you're wearing a Carhartt <laughs> yeah. hoodie. And the crazy thing about it is, is I didn't even think about you coming in and that being your thing. But I'm kind of glad it happened because yeah. now it's like a wake-up moment for me. And Well, it's funny. In the hotel yesterday after dinner, Tommy and I talked about that. I said, I, I, said, I wonder if everyone's in... Aaron's overhead gear when we get there because we talked about it when you yeah. flew up Cincinnati. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, oh, I was curious. So then when I walked in and saw some installers, not in it, and then I saw you standing outside with a Carhartt jacket and Carhartt, I was like, well, that didn't go very far. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has there. gone, it has worked, but yes, there's not consistency or accountability. So we will, we, I think, yeah, Josh is most likely going to pull me aside when you leave and yeah, be, like, be like, bro, I need your help. Like, just help me. Yeah, he's decked head to toe. Yeah. Oh, he's a believer, bro. Yeah. He's brainwashed. And that's what you you've got it. You have to have that, right? Yeah. You, the person who's in charge of that has to to, to believe in that. And so, yeah. you know, for us, we we found it uh, for our office staff and salespeople. Um, we found things that they liked, right? So we found a deal with Under Armour. They love the way the stuff fits them, the way it looks, and um, so that was kind of. What it was, it wasn't give and take. We had to go back and forth and ask them kind of yeah. what they wanted. Now the installers are like we said, talking about are the uniform through Centos, uh, but they have Under Armour stuff, accessories, right? Yeah. We call that swag stuff that we talked about. Get them some cool stuff that they they want to wear. You know, our guys have the fitted hats that they love. Uh, that we see them out on them in the weekends wearing their you know those, or they'll they'll ask to get a golf shirt because they play in a you know in a golf league right. on the weekends. Like, hey, can I get some golf shirts from you guys so I can wear those? And so find cool stuff, have a cool closet. We open it up and it's got all the different sizes and shirts and different stuff like that. Uh, and then That's we, a pretty big investment. Yeah. Especially a company your size. Yeah. And so like the Carhartts, like I showed you that last yeah. year. And don't be afraid to go to your suppliers. You know, we were, we basically sold the rights to the, to the sleeves on the, on the side. So we had, you know, LiftMaster on one side, Clopay on the other, yeah, our logo on the front and just said, Hey, what's it, what's it worth to you to have your yeah. name on the side? I can find somebody else puts their name on the side of it. Yeah. So, uh, so they, you know, they chipped in money. You know, right. depending on you know the size of the company, I'm sure that's going to depend on right. if they're willing to help and stuff. But yeah, so we got those this this past year, and the guys loved them. Right, these Carhartt pullover, heavy duty sweatshirts, and normally we do everything black and grays and reds and stuff. And so these were gray, and they but every day they have them on. That's like nice. Every day you walk yeah. in, every single guy has those on. I think right it's now. so cool that if you have employees who want to wear branded stuff. And so you had talked about, you know, you can have your normal like uniform gear, but then create like a swag line yeah. where it's like maybe abbreviation of your logo or brand where, where it's not like a uniform. It's actually cool stuff. Yeah. Like our fitted hat just has the AE kind of offset on the side. Yeah. It's not dead center. It doesn't say door and window, just the AE. And then on the back, it says established in 1980. Yeah. And so guys love them. Well, I can tell you. Some guys won't wear them to work because like, I don't want to get it dirty. Yeah. They want to wear just the traditional ball cap that has the company logo on it. They won't wear the fitted one. They're like, no, this is my good hat. Yeah. And I know like we're talking about culture this season. And one thing that I think is also important to take in consideration, especially as big as you guys are, like I went through Costco it was like, I don't know, 
we started the company in the end of 2015. So it was like 2017. I'm with my family, right? We're small, tiny company. And we're walking out of Costco. You know how they check your, you got to stop and they got to check your yeah. stuff. So she's doing that and she looks up and sees my shirt and she's like, oh my God, are, are you with Aaron Overhead Doors? And I'm like, yeah, I'm the owner. She's like, I love you guys. And I'm like, are you sure it's Aaron Overhead Doors? She's yeah. like, no, yes, Aaron Overhead Doors. She's like, my mom just hired you. I've hired you. She's like, we've had great experience. My family's sitting there. And we walked out, and my daughter's like, Dad, wow, that was crazy. You're famous. Yeah. You know, and it's like, but think about it. Like when your employees are out with their families, mm -hmm. and they get that reassurance at a restaurant or a mall or Costco or whatever, and they're like, oh, are you, a, is that AE door and window? Yeah. I work there and they're like, Oh my God, we had you guys out. You guys are so awesome. Like that's cool. But you miss that moment if you didn't have the logo yeah. on. So I'm, I'm a believer. Yeah. My, I'm sure my wife would prefer that. I didn't always <laughs> wear it. She's like, you're acting a fool. You need to yeah. take that off. Yeah. No joke. <laughs> well, my wife gets tired of me wearing the same thing every single day. So yeah. she's like, you need to dress nicer. Like so I've been little. wearing collar shirts, which is totally not like me yeah. anyway. Right. So, I've been trying to dress up a little bit, be a little bit more professional because that's what everybody's telling me I need to do. And so um, literally uh, this week, Monday, what is today? Tuesday? Tuesday. Yeah, yesterday. Not even thinking about it. You were taking you into consideration. I just bought 10 solid color sh shirts just like this with our logo on it, three different colors, white, black, and gray. Perfect. I wear them every day. There you go. I told Josh, but then I come in with this the next day. Came in. <laughs> I love that you wore a collared shirt today. Yeah. Underneath the Underneath hoodie. Underneath the hoodie. Yeah. I was well, like, yeah. it's like by this time, it's pretty warm. Like I'm pretty warm now. About two o'clock, I'm going to have to take this, the hoodie off and then just wear the, the collar shirt. Yeah, I will admit it was unseasonably cold here in Atlanta. Yeah, bro. This morning. I had the collar shirt, the hoodie, and the Carhartt, like, heavy-duty jacket, jacket on this yeah. morning. You look like you belong in Cincinnati. Yeah, for <laughs> real. Well, I felt like we were in Cincinnati. Yeah. All right, so we got the branding thing. Uh, we talked a little bit about the meeting. Um, what did you feel as far as, like, culture-wise? Uh, I'm curious to see what your thoughts were. Like, what are some words that you would say describe the culture when you were here or in the meeting and stuff? So uh, I think – you know, let's, let's go from the outside. Now we went into the inside meeting, kind of your staff yeah. was kind of surrounded. I felt more like it was more like a family meeting, right? I felt like everyone uh, in your office was really engaged and wanting to know more about their individual area. So I, I was getting pulled in several different directions, um, but they all wanted to, to, to see about how almost kind of, kind of compare themselves where they are, you know, with other companies, right? Yeah. And then what do we do different? And it was nice to hear, you you know, everybody kind of going back and forth, but I felt like a, a, a culture, a family, and everyone wants, has the best interest, right? I, you know, I didn't think, I didn't feel anybody was individual in there, you know, like, well, I'm just worried about my department. And everyone knew kind of what was going on with everybody, which, yeah. you know, I think at the size right now you are, that's great. Everyone needs to kind of be involved. You're not, you're not big enough to have a, an HR department and an accounting department right. and accounts payables department. So, everyone's kind of got to have all hands on deck. And I think, you know, that's, I really felt like that sitting in there that everyone kind of knew what was going on Yeah, and, you know, and, and kind of engaged on, you had an employee that bumped his head yesterday and everyone was yeah. already aware of it and making sure she, you know, she'd gotten the notes on it to say that, you know, he'd bumped his head. So yeah. I, th I thought, you know, for, for you guys, that you, you've really proven that availability of making sure that everyone's on the same page and buying in right yeah so that's the biggest thing is everyone's got to buy into the same thing you can't just be you you can't be the only cheerleader and i, and right. I think that that really goes to show uh josh is your probably your biggest cheerleader i mean yeah. he's screaming it from the rooftop and you well, we got josh and we got tisha and um joe one of our service guys he's so vocal about how much he loves it here that it's contagious yeah right so other people are like wow, he really loves it here. And then they start applying it to them. They're like, I like it here too, right? Yeah. But the, you don't really process that. It's different when a manager says it than when an employee says it. Like, I get a thank you letter, note and text from Joe once a week thanking me for giving him the opportunity to work here. And he's vocal about how much he loves it, right? And so having that, that one, at least one person on your team that's just emphatically obsessed with being here is helpful too, I think. 
Oh, yeah, it's huge. I mean, when you have that person who wants to be here, you could tell in the meeting everyone wants to know. I, I found it kind of cool that everyone in there was wanting to know how to get to the next level, right? It wasn't let's maintain where we're at, right? Well, how do we get to here? What do we, yeah. you know, how do we get to 2 million, 4 million, 6, 8, 10, 12? You know, everybody wanted to know kind of what was going to be the stepping stones, what were going to be the challenges along the way, yeah. what should you be prepared for? And that, I think that's a big sign that people don't necessarily always pay attention to. I get to go into a lot of door companies, uh, a lot of friends, and learn from a lot of people. And I always find when people are trying to figure out what to be prepared for, then that that they're ready to move on to the next step and yeah. and, and take what they've learned and, and make. Do it we with the same team virtually just moving some pieces around, getting everybody in the right place? We have, I wouldn't say we've doubled, but we've almost doubled with about the same team. We talked about that in the meeting. Crazy, you know. That's what we said. We had basically doubled our size of the company in the last 10 years um, from where it was with the same amount of staff that we had 10 years ago. Yeah. We just put in the places and the things to make things more efficient, right? right. You know, you, having the dual monitors Systems sounds silly, you know, silly to have something like that, but having dual monitors in all the offices and, and, and having everything the same really allows people to, to multitask and get things done and be on the yeah. phone and schedule a call and see where the trucks are at all, you know, all moving at the same time. Yep. All right, so we talked about culture with uh, family and having everybody on the same page. And and the the huddles that I got came from an idea uh, in a conversation with Mr. Miner. He recommended that I read a book um, called, uh, I think it's like Successful Habits of the Rockefeller Family or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and he talks a lot about the 15-minute huddle. And then after you break from that, we have 15 minutes where we hang out with the team you know, make sure everything's going good. And then we go into a 15 minute manager meeting where anything that pops up in that area, we have a discussion about it. And then we have outlines like topics that we just work our way down every meeting. We're like, okay, we're in touch on like financials. Do we have anything to talk about on financials? Do we have anything, any employee issues? Do we have warranty things that we need to address? Any door orders that need to be looked at? Boom, 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 boom. We just go through it, and it's quick, right? It's like we're trying to just move through it really fast because we got all jobs to get to and things to get to. And sometimes the manager's meeting, because we don't normally have anything like right after, can go 20, 30 minutes sometimes, but we try to knock it out in 15 minutes. And it's super productive because when we break away, it's like we don't just bring up the problem. We're like, okay, the, the here's the problem. And we're like, okay, who's going to own that? Oh, I'll own it. Okay, cool. You run with it. Let us know tomorrow how that goes. Right. And then tomorrow we come in and we're like, all right, what do we, you know, how did that go? And we get the update as a management team. And that's how we all stay connected because we are smaller. It's easier to do it that way. But I think it scales too. So no matter how big you are, everybody's on the same page and we all kind of know what's going on. And just recently, good or bad, we've actually seen a lot of growth since I stopped, but I struggle hearing all the bad things. So, I've moved out of the manager's meeting. I only go once a week unless they call me in and want me in there. So now on Fridays when we have our big manager's meeting where we sit in there for an hour and talk about everything, um, I don't go Monday through Thursday. That's them. They do that. Or Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. So Wednesdays we dedicate to no meeting. We have trainings or whatever. But Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I don't go to the manager's meeting. They do it. And then if there's something important they need to bring to my attention, they do it. And then on Friday we just go over everything. So I only get dumped on, well, like learn about all the crap. Like, on Friday before the weekend. Yeah. So. Yep. But they protect me from, for me, it's like I try to stay in a positive mindset, visionary, go, push, you know, grow. And, you know, when you have all that little crap freaking chink in the armor every single day, all day long, it's like, dude, I don't want to grow. You know what I'm saying? So since I've been freed from a lot of that responsibility, it's helped me see things a lot clearer. And then it's like I don't I don't have the stress and the weight from all those things. And I feel like you're kind of the same way. I'm going to tell you guys a marketing secret. You want to gain more social media likes, shares, and follows? People love unique and cool projects. There are no better photos to share than the ones on Schweiss Doors social accounts. These guys post some incredible things. Make sure to go there and like and share their Facebook and Instagram post with your business account. So if you like their business account, you can share their uh, their post. 
The bifold doors are awesome, and they're doing some great projects that will go viral on social media if you share them. Go right now to Schweiss Door on Facebook and check out some of the projects they share and like their page. Oh, and don't forget, no one builds a better bifold than Schweiss. Consistency in everything, including price, reliability, quality, not just quality, but great quality control. These are things that describe Somer USA. Somer's not some startup company, not one that you need to be worried about going out of business in the near future. Somer's a two, Somer and their family of businesses are $200 million companies. They're in over 100 countries, and they have locations in 20 countries. This is a large organization who stands behind their product and works through integrity. And there's not another company out there willing to drop what they're doing and help you out like Somer. These guys are awesome. Not only have they been loyal to the Torsion Talk podcast, they've been loyal to the technicians and the owners of the companies who install their product. In my opinion, if you're not at least offering Somer as an additional option, you're cheating yourself. Listen, first-time dealers, I've got a special for you. If you buy 10 or more Somers between now and the end of the season six, while supplies last, we will offer you free shipping. You have no more excuses. The prices are great. The product is amazing. Go check out Somer USA and order 10 for free shipping. Little bit about how you you're so big, you have layers though. So we don't really have a whole lot of layers, but you got a management team for everything, right? That was the one thing we walked away from when we went up there. I was like, damn, bro, he's got a manager for everything. Yeah. Bathroom manager and freaking, <laughs> you know, parts manager and the yeah. He's got a manager for everything. And I'm like, that's kind of cool because you know, he's shielded from a lot of junk and he can run the company. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the receptionist isn't passing a call to him for a warranty issue, right? And, you know, up until a couple months ago, that was like, you know, Josh isn't available. Here you go. Now she knows, like, nope, they'll wait on Josh. And Josh does a good job of coming to me and being like, bro, let me take this off you or whatever. And I'm half the time like, bro, you okay? You need any help? He's like, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, bro, don't be afraid to raise your hand. I'm here. Yeah, I got time now. Like, you freed me up a little bit so I can do some stuff. So um, that's that's good, and I think a lot of people listening to the podcast, I think it's important that they hear that too. Right, and we've talked about this before. I, I you know, if you're working in the business and 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 fully in it, then you're not actually growing it. So you're not working, you're in it on it. You know, people will talk about it all that time, and so uh, I think there's a big deal about seeing it at that fifty thousand foot view, right above everybody, kind of looking down and seeing. You can kind of go to your managers then and say, "Hey, I saw this." And I think maybe we should try that. And you get more time to kind of dilate and, and talk about the dialogue of of having them to say, hey, why don't we try this? And why don't we try yeah. this? And you're collaborating together instead of in the meetings, it's just here's our problems and you have to I have to fix them and I have to right. come up with them. They come up with the solutions yep. and come to me and then then we're, it's kind of a team and they're all like, okay, well, you did it. You know, I just helped here to give you that. And we just can, can get that advice off each other. I don't make very many decisions in our company with less than my managers are helped to make it. That's great. I just don't want to be the one responsible for it all. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> so when it screws up, it's yeah, not yeah, all yeah, my I'm fault. I'm like, man, what's my fault? You guys, you sat right there with me. So yeah. No, one but, of the things that I, um, I feel like is important as far as like uh, an owner's concerned is to have that distance and, but it's a thin line, right? Like you want to be reachable for your guys. Like, I think it's important to have a relationship to a degree, but then you also have to have the distance too. I think the distance is just as important as the relationship and you got to have a mixture of both. I don't think it's good for you to be the go-to for everything. Um, so, uh, for me, like I work a lot with Lynn who does our new door sales and I, I work on, I do project management. I manage projects like overseeing big things that we're working on. I help with new door sales and um, training on some of the residential stuff. And I'm trying to get out of all that, (laughs) right? Like eventually. So that's my goal. 
Um, all right, what else did you see that you think is valuable? And you can, bro, you, like if you saw some crap, like we went to our showroom and one of my doors wouldn't even freaking close. Like I'm sitting here like, oh, crap, dude. I like, love that we had to pull down on it to get to school. Yeah. But, oh. So I didn't even know that um, because it was working last time I was there. So obviously there's an issue. But little things, big things, I know you're very particular about stuff. So feel free to share, dude. You're not going to hurt my feelings. And plus I can cut it out if I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the part about owning the show, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, no, we're not having that. Yeah, just cut him out. Yeah. So no, I thought I think uh, your showroom in Milton. Uh, we went and saw that, and I, blown away by you know what small space it was, relatively small space, like seventeen hundred square feet, but utilized perfectly, right? And and a lot of different things. You didn't go with like we said, we didn't just put a raised panel door in there and right. call it a day. Yeah. You had you know, you you make the showroom look like it belonged in that neighborhood and in that building. That looked like a ten billion dollar building, and in, in your showroom matched right with it. And yeah. I love that everyone's signs were uniform, and, and that little plaza you were in. And so I really liked that. I think we talked about the Buford store needs some type of showroom, right? Yeah. You're not taking advantage of this beautiful showroom you have in Milton to drive people Correct. to it, and you're it's all in home stuff, which yeah. is great. You're going to go to the house anyways because people you got to get the measurements, you got to do all those things. But in reality, is is people want to see and feel. If you want them to spend ten thousand dollars, they're going to go see and feel it. Yeah. And so you have really pushed your staff to be a high end, you know, retail kind of garage. Bougie. Store. Yeah. That we yeah. used the word bougie, I think, four or five yeah. times while we were in the showroom. Um, and so I think we're boutique. That's the word I like yeah. to use. Is we're a boutique dealer. We'll keep it with bougie, but yeah. <laughs> the uh, so I think, but if you want somebody to spend that kind of money, you know, like I tell people, you're not going to go buy a $100,000 SUV unless you get to go look at it at the store. Right. Right. Same concept. So if you're not going to, you're putting your $100,000 car in the $10,000 garage door, you want to go touch and feel it and see what it looks like and how it operates and, yeah. and and know that that person, you know, and I think too, the showroom says a lot about you. Yeah. You know, how clean it was and 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 how meticulous everything was organized. That that's a That's a big detail, right? If I walk into someone's showroom and it's just cluttered with crap everywhere, you're like, can you imagine what the installers look like right. and what those, you know, so I, that goes back to the uniforms and all that stuff throughout the people is, is they, you want everyone to know who you are, when you're there and why you're there. If you're walking down the street and the neighbors know, okay, that guy's from Aaron's overhead yeah. door. And for us, AE door and window, I want them to know that, that we're there. And so I thought, I thought that was really, uh, really cool the way you guys did that. But I think you, I think we discussed in the car ride back Got to force people to go there, right? Yeah, and, and and let them know you have it because people don't. And being a digital guy, like we, this is so to fill you guys in on the whole conversation. Like I started the showroom with a vision of having somewhere where people could go, but ultimately my main goal was to um to to have a digital presence, be able to create a Google My Business and have a address that I could market off of and create new Yelp accounts and all this other directories and whatever. And build, you know, but when I went to visit um, Adam here in his town, it, he really sold me on the idea of, like, get involved in the community, like, give back, go there and do something, be productive, like, you know, and and I've always been taught, like, if you, before you ask for something, you should give. And so I, I like the idea of sponsoring the schools and the local parks and people start to see your name and they drive by and they're like, oh, that's that company that sponsored the school or the, you know, mm -hmm. the park or whatever. And so having that conversation is important, but um, I, I have not put enough value, honestly. I mean, we built out this Mac Daddy showroom, but I have not put enough value in, hey, visit our showroom. Go check it out. Like, it's freaking amazing. Even if you're not in a market for a door, it's cool, right? And then, like, next door you can get your nails done or go go to the chiropractor or whatever. Um so th that is uh, that is value that I think we're going to utilize and take advantage of and try to find cool ways to promote it to try to get foot traffic. Because right now, like, we get two, three people a week maybe, but they're, like, serious buyers. You know, we talked to Heidi, who was there kind of filling in right now until we fill the position, and she's, you know, she told you straight up told me, look, the people are coming in, they're looking for $10,000 wood doors. You know, they're, they're not looking for you know, the short raised panel Pandor. And that's the way we've designed it. Well, and I think like we talked about, everybody in that complex, there wasn't anything that seemed cheap. No. Chiropractor, you know, not cheap. That hair extension place that yeah. they talked about. Where it's all high these, end. Yeah, it's all high-end stuff that people are coming to do. And the nail salon was really high-end. Yeah. So I think it goes right with that. I don't think anybody... They give you champagne while you get your nails done there. Yeah, and so I sort of the other place down the street, Freaking I guess they were talking about, gives you know, the bike shop. 
Yeah, the bike shop has like, well, they got coffee. Yeah. Like they actually serve coffee out of the bike shop. Yeah. And then you get the Starbucks going behind you. And so, I, you know, you've got high end stuff, right? I mean, you're spending $12 on a cup of coffee. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you're not worried about the garage door necessarily. And so, I think you, I think you hit that nail on the head right there. But you've got to, you know, we talked about change. Don't call it a showroom. Call it a design center. Yeah, force like people that. to go to your design center because that's what. Really and our door doing. sales people are actually called uh, door design consultants. Yeah, so that fits better than showroom. Yeah, so I like that. So I think I think if you can can really start to promote that in your, you know, if you do a radio spot, visit one of our two uh, design centers. Yeah, and if you start saying that, people are like, "Oh, okay, right now I'm going to go to his design center." So, yeah. you know, with us, we talk about visiting one of our three design centers in the tri-state. Um, and like you said, we you, we're building another facility right now. But if you combine all of the square footage of our showrooms up, we're at like just short of thirty thousand square feet just of showrooms. Dang. And so, um, and when you walk in your place, I think I've mentioned this before, it feels like a car dealership. Yeah, like you walk in and you have like the showroom floor with like where all the cars would be. He's got like doors set up all nice and neat. He's got like a little house, mini house with like shingles on the roof and everything. And then you have like the parts department tucked away over here with the seating area. Yeah. You got the offices where like the, the finance managers, the, the lounge, all that stuff. So yeah. like you have the second row where you like peek down and scream at everybody. <laughs> so you've got like the whole setup. It really feels like a high-end dealership. And I think that's super cool. Yeah, that's what we wanted. We wanted people, when you came up, We what, what did everyone talk about? Experience. We're yeah. selling an experience. We're not just selling a garage door or an entry door or a window. We're selling an experience. We want that experience from the moment you walk in and you sit down in your consultant's office and they're walking you through and building your door in front of you on front of their screen. Um, that's all an experience. And we want that. You want to go over and get a bottled water with the AE door logo on it. You know, you get a soda, get a coffee. And, and, and so that all part of that experience, you can watch TV, your kids, there's an area for the kids corner where they can go yeah. and color and draw all that's part of that experience uh, that we want to be able to continue all the way through. So that experience needs to not just be with when you walk in the door of the showroom, but right. That experience is with the, the uniform and the, in the, the wrapped truck. And right. so that's all part of that. And so I think you're, you're well on your way. I think the, the, from Buford here, right? Yep. So the Buford, <laughs> I can't, I'm getting so mixed up. I've been all over Atlanta. <laughs> um, that yeah, I think this is why we talked about you. It's not a huge showroom area, but you yeah. have some capabilities of putting some doors in there. And I think that's, you know, if people are going to come in, you want them to know, hey, this yeah. is what we got and we at least can look at it. So right. um, I think that. What else you got, bro? Um, I saw that you have a mobile showroom yeah I, i'm curious we didn't uh it it's sitting in the warehouse <laughs> yeah. i opened so, it up there's five seats on one side I was yeah yeah, around. yeah yeah oh, nobody was paying attention great question so we intended to build that out like deck it out like really nice have you ever seen one of those decked out with like a bed and kitchen and yeah, bathroom yeah. and all that like a miss like a sprinter renter like yeah sprinter, so yeah. so it's really popular to do that so i bought this with the intention to like really deck it out and have a place where people could go in sit down and we'd have samples and we could have a flip down tv and build your door and all that stuff right like from your driveway i thought that would be super cool then i start talking to like people and and the wives of these guys that i'm talking to like and I'm like, what? Free she's candy. Like, no, I'm not getting in your van. And I'm like, what do you mean? And I'm like, it looks nice. Like, here's a picture. She's like, no, I'm not yeah. getting in your van. Sorry. And I'm like, what if it's raining outside? She's like, you can bring it inside. I'm not getting in your van. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, this wasn't what I was expecting. So then we got to the point where it was like, okay, we'll just carry samples and have a bunch of them, all the different types. And then, um, we ended up hiring Lynn and she cannot drive. Um, so she's driving a pickup truck right now because it's not little, but the van is not super. No, it's mean, not it's, little. It's You're pretty. right. You're right. But it's easy to drive. <clears throat> but I mean, like she owns every curb on that side of town. And uh, when I was training her, like I had a joke about the fact that, she, uh, we went around like six, you know how many roundabouts we went through over there? She would miss the turn on every single one of them because she says it's hard to see which one she's supposed to turn off of. So here we are in the truck, branded, 
doing circles around these roundabouts. Like, Look, and, kids, Big Ben, Parliament. Yeah. When I told her I was putting her in the van, I thought she was going to have a breakdown. Like, I, I mean, we almost had to get her counseling. And I brought it up to her just to see her face twitch. Like, she's scared to death, and she's not a good driver. So I think we need to go smaller. The good news is, is that van's worth like 15000 more than we paid for it. Yeah. So I can literally stick it on Auto Trader right now and make a ton of money. So I'm not like overly broken up about it. We can take the wrap off, and then I think we can go smaller and accomplish the same goal without the need for bringing people inside the van. The inside the van thing I thought was freaking brilliant. It was another one of my crazy ideas that I jumped on. And fortunate enough, it's one that's probably going to make me money instead of costing me money. Yeah. And I can just apply that to getting, uh, I got to get two vans, but I'm going to get like the, instead of the 350 long mid roof, um, I'm going to get the probably 150. Um, it's not the little tiny ones, but it's kind of similar to what we've got and either a, a short or mid roof. Uh, but we want, we want like three rows. What we're thinking about doing is we want functioning motors that you can press the buttons do the like everything works right you have the remote and we sell uh liftmaster genie and um you know we have like five that we stock and so we wanted people to be able to press the button and hear how noisy they are or whatever and kind of show them how they work so we want to have we want to build a wall in there that you can open up the back doors and then there's all the openers right and so and you can press the remote you can play with the accessories, you can see the camera, all that stuff. So we're trying to recreate that and then have samples in the van. Like one of the biggest issues I've ever had was like, who wants to see a sample that's all marked up and dinged and all that? And so I I'm, I think the only way that we can try to keep those from getting scratched and dinged is to like Velcro them to a wall, right? Um, to where they're spaced out and nice and neat and rows and whatever. So I'm trying to come up with a way to do that. But the van is a, you know, hey, look, dude, if you're not trying and failing, you're not trying. So oh, yeah. uh, I think the van was a good <laughs> idea. I think we need to scale it back. Plus, we got a quote to have it all macked out. And it was like, dude was trying to charge me like 20 grand. I'm like, bro, like, I'm not looking for like freaking countertop or quartz countertops and stuff like that. I'm like, I just need the very basics and then like make it look good. Right. Like, that's it. Yeah. So. It's hard to find people to build those out right now because everybody's booked out and whatever. So we're just going to take like, uh, we're just going to take some boards, build some walls, make them look nice, uh, do some shiplap or whatever, mount everything to it and rock and roll. Yeah, I think it'll, I think it'll be great. If you could do sleeves to put the sections in, right? Wrap it yep. in velvet and bet that you have it to where she can go out and grab one and say, oh, well, I have that. You know, if you can have them all, I mean, because in yeah. reality, from let's just call it clope they you know they give you the bag that you can put three in yeah right? you better pick the three they want right or, you know or you're like oh sorry i don't have those yeah so yeah i think i think that could definitely work and give you that still that mobile yeah uh showroom yeah that people that don't want to come to the showroom right what else bro you know i think i, I took the opportunity to walk around your warehouse and i, you know, I thought it was great the way everything was organized and clean the way the guys can get to it right i think it's i think you're complimenting yourself right now yeah, yeah. He's just, he just like to take an opportunity to pat himself yeah, on the yeah. back take a moment to, <laughs> this is brought to you by ae one window <laughs> um but yeah no i thought you know i i'm i'm it's like a cleaner more organized version of your place yeah yes definitely <laughs> it's it is i i took pictures i sat back and i was like when what i how did this guy come up here and steal all our stuff when i envisioned our warehouse it looked a lot like this one i'm like could we can it be like this before i fly back to well we did have the like your place is old and you got walls and it's like like i was looking around your place i was like how the heck did he do such a good job of utilizing the space he's got because bro it it was a disadvantage yeah that's why the kentucky one now has 25 foot high ceilings yeah so ours we had a clean slate and we were able to take all the ideas we took from your warehouse and implement them here 
with utilizing free open space, right? Yeah. And so that was a huge advantage. And Josh does a good job of like walking out there with a white glove and like wiping the floor and looking at Tyler and Tyler runs over there and, you know, he's got the metal uh, roller thing, the magnet. Yeah, we have that in the parking lot. So he's out there like doing that and making sure we're not getting screws in our tires. And so, I mean, Josh, I can't take any credit for the warehouse, honestly, other than having the idea to go see you. That's like about where it is. And then, uh, you know, I think we got to, put a point on the fact that you have that many springs. So if anybody can't get springs, <laughs> uh, I'd like you to come down to what's the address here and pick them up because nope. he's got uh, like nope. 40 pallets worth of them in there nope. in his warehouse. So um, no comment, but I've been, I've been overstocked in spring since 2017 <laughs> because that's my biggest fear. It's yeah. always been my biggest fear. I, I can do, I can live on spring changes if I had to Yeah, uh, back then, especially. And so I've always been, all my employees ever, why do you guys have many springs, bro? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's just a fear of mine that yeah. I'm going to run out one day. So uh, without springs, you got nothing. And so I'm, you know, I've always been a, a hoarder, I guess. Oh, of there's some hoarding springs. going on. <laughs> <laughs> like, I found the supply chain issue is in your warehouse. That's uh, the first thing I noticed when I walked in. I was like, well, damn. <laughs> <laughs> now I know why we can't get any. Uh, you're trouble. All right, we got we got about five minutes remaining. Um, what else we got, bro? Anything else? I'm writing in my notes right here. Uh, hoarding springs. Yeah. Um, no, I think, uh, like I said, I think you you are definitely on the the right track. I think even from when you came up to Cincinnati, right? We there were so many things uh, you were hitting us with questions and stuff like that. Yeah. And, I, and and I remember when you guys left, I sat down with some of the managers that that I'd brought into the room to talk to you, and they said. Uh, it's kind of nice to see, like, I'm curious to see, it was nice to come here and see some of the stuff you implemented and made it better, right? I mean, we had some ideas now that I know we're going to go back with um, to seeing what you guys do. We, we talked about that, this kind of huddle that you guys do uh, with our managers. I, I like that. I, again, I don't, I don't sit in a lot of them. I think they meet probably more than I know. Yeah. Um, but I, even with me, I think that I need to be a little bit more in them on, on the Fridays. I don't, Maybe maybe not Fridays. I don't Mondays. really like my weekends to be ruined. Yeah. Um, but Mondays sound better. At least yeah. I have all week to like be mad about it. Right. Because um, then I get mad and then I'm blow the whole weekend and I'm just <laughs> texting everyone. You know. Well, you obsess over stuff too. Yeah. So, or I don't. Yeah. Well, and you know, I've had. That's been one of the hardest things is not to just like I used to just completely freak out about people calling in sick. Yeah. Like how dare they? How dare they call in sick? You know, and you're like, you start remembering things. You're like, I loaned him five hundred dollars <laughs> in two thousand and three. You know, you start. You're like, and and he has he's the, gonna screw me, and he's gonna call in sick. You know, so you know that. So you got you got to learn, you know, to to kind of not sweat that that small stuff, and it, it's harder that you know the bigger yeah. you know when you, you know, you've got closer to hundred employees. You know, it, someone's yeah. calling in sick. Right. Like we have a board now that we've put up, and I you know made a comment lately, and I know COVID's kind of wrecked everything but we, we count down the days of how many days we've had without and just just in service or installer calling in sick oh we that's are, cool we are seriously into the negative <laughs> like negative days i told somebody i said i could give ten thousand dollars to every installer and service tech if we could go a hundred days without someone calling in sick and be sure that i wouldn't have to pay a dime <laughs> i'd just be sure and you it could be 99th day and a guy would be like oh man i just can't do but it right now you'd have a guy coming in with covid trying yeah. not to disappoint the whole team right yeah what but you know what i've i have we have looked into to promoting if we can go x amount of days everyone gets paid because then it kind of holds each other accountable you know yeah. guys like hey bro they're calling them on their cell phone. Hey, you know what? You're not calling in sick. I'm coming to get you right now. Like yeah. I'm stopping by your house. I, I got to pick you up. Yeah. And so, you know, cause you get, you know, there are guys that you, everybody has a few people that are just if, out more. Well, if the wind blows the right way, they're like, got to call off. Yeah. Like, yeah. And you're like, yeah, I saw you drinking last night. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so, um, they called and said my truck was outside the bar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, I think, you know, I, like I told you, I, I think it's, uh, what you've implemented has been huge, and I, I would I would give everybody a chance to come down here and you know take a look at what you've done. I think a lot of dealers are are in your wheelhouse and size, right? There, yeah, there aren't a ton, you know, doing close to twenty million dollars, <laughs> and so um, yeah, that's a uh, yeah. So, but I think and there's only like three here. I think in Georgia, that's even pumping close to that, right? Yeah. And so, so you know, I think that's I think you know people if they want to come down here and see. 
you're doing the right things to get to the right places. And then if you need some springs, you can also steal those from your warehouse. <laughs> you have plenty of those. Yeah. No, don't do that. All right. So a couple things. Um, now that he's brought them up, I've only got 10 minutes left on my SD card. So um, here's where we're at. Like he talked about people coming down. I'm a big fan. If you, for those of you guys who've been following me for a while, one of the greatest experiences that I've had is going to visit other dealers. I went to visit Kyle Hart, mostly to play video games, but also to see like about commercial stuff uh, because I was trying to launch a commercial department and I really wanted to see what he was doing and uh, his passion. And I was just intrigued about his thought process and how he viewed things. So I went and spent a couple of days with him. And then I've spent some time with you, Adam. And uh, I've got another dealer that I'm trying to coordinate going to see, but he's in like North Dakota or something. So I'm going to pump the brakes on that till yeah. the summertime. Um, but we are implementing something here where we actually, uh, like we have our garage door, you guys coming in, uh, in like a week and a half and they're going to be here for three days, but we are implementing something where we're going to be, um, if you guys have ever heard of Zappos, I mentioned it here on, on the show talking about, um, culture. So they used to do culture tours. And their HR people, like you would pay, but they would go and give you a tour. So we're actually implementing something like that because I'm trying to grow the culture part and the the HR part of our business. And so if you want to come down, we're about to launch this thing uh, probably in March or April where it is going to be slightly paid for, but we're going to dedicate time and energy and trying to build an agenda. And then we're going to have people come in and uh, we're going to walk you through everything, give you the tour of both facilities and also our training facility here and um, give you an opportunity to ask questions, meet Josh, meet me. Uh, but you'll spend the day with Tisha and she'll do the whole tour, the whole the whole gamut. Um, and you'll have a Q&A session and all that. So we'll feed you lunch and whatever else. But uh, if that's something you're interested in, uh, stay posted. We're going to be announcing that soon. Um, but I'm, I'm a big fan, I think learning. Uh, I know Robert Pancake here, my video guy. He's freaking awesome, by the way, y'all. Um, we're going to be doing a video tour here in the near future where you're going to kind of get the whole scoop of everything as well. So we're going to get that. So you'll be able to see that. Um, Adam, bro. Yes. Thank you. Oh, thanks for having us. You know, I appreciate we're you. Down here learning a lot from you. I know Tom and uh, Josh are together right now. To going over Service Titan. Going over Service Titan. Uh, we have gone round and round with them for months yeah, I'm uh, sure. and trying to figure out if it, if the fit, it's going to work for us right yeah. in, in our, in our business. And so it's nice to get to see it hands on. Right. And this is all what it's part about. You know, like you said, we love to entertain people at our facilities and let them see kind of what we've got. And now we're, you know, we're building this brand new one in Kentucky, uh, which we're really excited about. But again, that's, you know, I think everyone can take advantage of going to any dealer and finding out something. I know when we travel, uh, with the wife and kids, I will branch off and go find a garage door dealer if we're at the beach. You just I, like walk in? Yeah, I walk in and act like I <laughs> like I don't know who they are or anything. I, after I've researched the hell out yeah. of them, but I'll walk in and just kind of walk around and look. And sometimes I'll get you know people will recognize or I'll be know. like Adam, what up, bro? <laughs> yeah, and so they they you know you get some people that you know you've seen yeah. them at IDA or you've seen. It's them like the only them. day you're not wearing AE door and window stuff. Yeah, and so. Um, you know, if we're at the beach for more than, you know, seven days, I've got to get away from it. I can sand get some places it shouldn't get. And so uh, I'll go find a door dealer and just learn, you know, kind of yeah. see how they, I love to look at a showroom and see what they do. And there's always some little niche a way to, to show something or do something. I love your hunger, bro. I mean, you, so, you've been in the game for so long, but you're still so hungry to learn. Yeah. And I freaking love that. So tonight I'll make a bet with you. Okay. If you want, you can get the tomahawk steak at Bare Bones. Okay. If you kill that thing and eat the whole thing, all right. Josh will get an AE door and window tattoo on his ass. Done. All right, y'all. Y'all be safe. Have a great day. See ya.